You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. You know what we do is Al Mega, your host, CEO of Comic Crusaders Undercover Capes. And yeah, I'm keeping busy, right? Right now, I got yet another amazing guest. This person is a legend. I mean, if you've held a comic book in your hands, you have held this person's work in your hands as well. I mean, homie has been everywhere. Marvel DC, he's an artist. He's an anchor. I mean, he, he, he's worked on, on, like, legendary characters. But he's a legendary person himself. I'm very... Honored to introduce the one and only oh. Keith Williams. Whereby, mano? What's popping? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Al. How you doing? He's so <laughs> humble. He's just there with that big smile. Yes, stop it. I'm not all that awesome. Yes, you are, man. You're an amazing creator. Before we even get started, thank you, thank you, brother. You definitely a big part of my childhood growing up. You know, I seen your names everywhere. So thank you for providing me countless hours of entertainment. Oh, th- thanks, Al. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> thanks for inviting me. <laughs> no, no. Th- thanks for agreeing to come on. You know, you're a legend, brother. So, you know, le- let's let's talk comic books with the legend over here. So, Keith, <laughs> a little bit about yourself. So, for folks that are unaware, man, wh- where you grew up at? Where, uh, what, what's your home hood? Oh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. I- I'm yeah. originally, I grew up. I mean, I was born in PR, but raised in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Where Brooklyn are you from? Uh, well, it's like uh, Canarsie, East Flatbush uh, border, you know, like uh, of uh, the city, you know, like uh, Projects Glenwood Houses. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I know, T- tough area back in the day for sure. Uh, <laughs> actually, even us Brooklyn boys I, from that area wanted to go there. Actually, it was almost like a fairy tale. It was very, it was very mixed uh, there. It was, uh, it was really uh, interesting. Some people don't believe me when I tell them that. <laughs> well, there's always a mix. I mean, it's New York, man. This is why it always blows my mind when people don't want to accept diversity and stuff. They're like, yo, I come from the city where it was just a part of your everyday life. There you go. So it's yeah. normal for me. Mm-hmm. And it's, not that I tend to laugh at the conversations, but I'm like, you guys are so silly. Live in New York for a year and, and, and you'll be with us, uh, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so, right. So, so. Talk about your journey, brother. This is definitely what I want to learn. I want to learn about Keith, man. So here you are, a Brooklyn boy. I mean, what was your first taste of any fandom that got you, that gave you the itch? Oh, it gave me the itch. Well, I guess, I, I guess my grandmother started me out uh, with reading comic books. Uh, she gave me my first book. Uh, she, she was did? Yeah, yeah. She, she'd come over like almost every weekend uh, and she would uh, give me a comic book. My first one was Batman. Oh, was in wow. Batman. What uh, a great grandma. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's, it's, it was my, my mom was even into comic books too when she was, you know, like when she was young and uh, had like all the books now that, you know, you wish you'd had. Uh, and she I'm was sure. great. And, you know, and, and uh, they would be reading them to death. Yeah. So uh, I guess I got it. I, I must have gotten it from my mom, most likely. And uh, yeah, my grandmother. And then uh, I loved comic books so much i started collecting them uh, i was collecting them with my friends uh, we'd go to like uh stores that were in our neighborhood that uh, had old comic books in boxes and used to, so, used to back in, you're telling me back in the day in canarsie that had some comic shops well it was actually in flatbush on flatbush uh, avenue there was a there was a store called my friends 
a long, long time ago. And uh, we used to go there on the weekends and uh, look inside the boxes. You'd get things like the Metal Men, uh, Spectre, uh, oh, you know, like all the Superman, Batman stuff. It's the old stuff. But, you know, like uh, you'd buy them for like, I don't know, maybe 20 cents or something like that. Oh, wow. You know, you'd just buy a bunch of books. You know, and uh, we, we just bought them basically to read them, not to collect or, you know, like anything like that. But it, it built during du- during the years, you know, and we never threw them out. And, you know, Thank God you did it. I mean, that was one thing that listen, I, I, I come from a Puerto Rican household and Puerto Rican women hate a mess. <laughs> so it was a miracle. I was a neat kid growing up. So mommy would buy me in a comic book and I found a box. I went to the bodega. Like, can you give me a box so I can kind of put these away neatly? Like, all right, kid, I get it. Moms love to throw stuff out. Even they knew where I was coming from. <laughs> so they gave me a box that I kept on top of my closet. And, you know, it is, again, I was a kid, so I didn't know about plastics and backboards. You know what I mean? Oh, no. So, I, and it's like you, I was buying them to read them. Oh, these are so cool. But I just couldn't find it in my heart to want to throw them out. Like, these are too hot. You know, yeah. I enjoyed them. And right. I didn't know about collecting. I knew nothing about that. You know, no. I did. I was the love, and and like you, it was my, you know, not my grandma, but my mom that bought me my first comics. Oh. That, you know, so you know, a shout out to the moms out there that yes. as much as they like to throw out that shit, they're the ones that give you the get you hooked to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. Oh my so, gosh! When did the creative buzz come? Oh, wow. When I was in elementary school, you know, I like, uh, um, loved to create my own comics. And uh, I had a friend, James, that uh, we used to hang out in the hallway of our project. And we used to create comic books, uh, you know, I like, can create characters, you know, like Catman, of course, you know, and uh, another character of mine was like Retrofire, you know, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we, we used to. We used to do that uh, whenever we had the chance to, you know, not really. We, we, we did go outside sometimes, but a lot of times, you know, like when it was like either a rainy day or something like that, we'd be, you know, like in the hallway creating comics. Bro, <laughs> you are taking me back to my childhood because <laughs> when my boy 13th Crusader and my boy Hans, when we were teens, you know, it was raining outside. It's like, come upstairs. I lived on the last floor. You know, we open up the ba- the, the rooftop doors to get some air in. You know what I mean? And, and we're there with our binders and our pans and our ideas, you know, before phones. And we're like, yo, let's create a comic book. So we, we were doing that and drawing and doing some awesome stuff and coming out with stories that we eventually saw our characters be born, but not from us. <laughs> That's mine. That's mine. Man. Anyway, so... Right at that stuff, anyway. Yeah. So you say so you were creating comics as a kid, you know, in the hallway with your boy. Um, when was the first time you said, "Okay, I want to start taking this a little seriously"? I actually love this. Oh wow! Uh, wow, for a long time. I, I mean, even when I was doing it in the hallway, you know, like I, I was like thinking, you know, like this is something that I would like to do. But I also wanted to be an astronaut too. So there was that too. There was, there was like. There was a chance that I could have been an astronaut. I was thinking about that when I was in high school, but I had an advisor who, um, when I, I, I uh, did, there was this award, there was this um, contest about smog, I guess, and, and pollution, and I created some kind of like uh, weird kind of uh, pollution monster and a superhero fighting it. 
And she got me into major art courses, you know, just by looking at that. She thought that that I might be good at doing that. So, yeah, uh, they had great uh, art courses uh, at at my school, South Shore, uh, at the time of Canarsie. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, you know, I learned uh, from the uh, art teachers who were really great. and I moved on to doing like the school shows that they had there and uh, oh. doing gigantic backdrops and and stuff and doing the school yearbook, uh, doing the cover for that. Uh, I, I got picked for that. There was a contest for that also. Uh, and uh, it, it just like rolled on from there. Uh, I uh, was interested in uh, going to a college that that was basically an art school. So, you know, I uh, was thinking like maybe Cooper Union or School of Visual Arts, but School of Visual Arts had Will Eisner in it. So I really worked hard, you know, like in that direction to, you know, like uh, get into that school. And, and did you? Yes, I did. Yes, hey, I, did. Yeah. I just <laughs> had someone that told me the same thing. I went to the School of Visual Arts and Will Eisner was there. Like, oh, damn. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before I even went to the school, you know, like they had, you know, like uh, Warren Magazine was publishing the Spirit uh, magazines, uh, comic books again, and uh, I, I loved his artwork, I loved the storytelling, loved the style. It was, it was, it was amazing stuff. And you know, like I just thought, yeah, if I can, you know, like get get to, you know, like be in this guy's class, that'd be amazing. Uh, had to work really hard to do that. Had to really tr- convince him. He was, you know, it was not, it really was not easy. Uh, I did, uh, he, he did a contract with God. Yes. Uh, one of the first uh, uh, graphic novels, or, or the first graphic novel, uh, and um, brought it to him in class and asked him to sign it for me. And as he was signing it, he, he was, Thought, he looked to class and he said, "See, this is how you get into my class." <laughs> so I, 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 I did actually get into his class that way. Oh uh, my god! So you got into the class. I, with, I gotta ask. You got into the class with the legendary. Well, I, how yes. was he as a person? He was fantastic. He, oh, he, man. he was. He was always interested in what we had to say about uh, the industry. Um, and he would be in, interested in, in hearing us how, you know, like uh, the news of the day and stuff like that, even though we felt that he knew already what was going on. He, he would, you know, like give us that feeling that, you know, we were telling him something and that, you know, like it was it was really great having that feeling. He would hire people in his in his class to, to uh, work with him in his uh, studios Unfortunately, not me, but, <laughs> but 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 he did get a, get get a few of the other guys that that uh, I was in class with to you know like work with them and uh, do stuff, which was absolutely great too. Um, he would uh, look at our you know he would give us assignments and uh, we would bring in our artwork and show it to him and we would kind of like cringe and get all nervous because he would <laughs> draw right on our artwork, you know, not not thinking. It's Will Eisner drawing in your artwork, man. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't let him do it. At that point in time, it's my teacher drawing on my stuff, y'all. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we 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 actually got him like a pad of tracing paper so that he could do that instead. <laughs> and he would use this gigantic uh, piece of lead and uh, 
and uh, draw and, and show us what we did wrong and how we could correct it and stuff. Nice. And uh, also, you know, like teaching us, you know, like storytelling, writing, you know, kind, kind of like a little bit of the business of uh, comic books also. Uh, he he figured at the time for me that I might have been better as a writer. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> as good as it uh as, as i guess it is now <laughs> but um but uh, you know like he, he was he was very uh good to us uh and very patient so let me ask so you, you do the school of visual arts work with the legend and what was your first dabble into you know a, a, a publisher oh wow well yeah that was um that was Marvel. Uh, Don Perlin, whose son Howard Perlin, I, I knew from uh, South Shore uh, High School, uh, he introduced me to him. Uh, he oh, actually did not live that far away from us, about maybe two blocks away uh, from, from the projects. And uh, I was able to bring over uh, some stuff. At that time, I was actually doing ink work. So I had um, the uh, Marvel, Marvel Comics uh, how to drawer uh, <laughs> uh, style they had uh some pages of john john Lomita jr artwork in there uh that was in blue line and i inked over that and i brought that to him along with uh, some other stuff that i did over vellum which is a very hard thing to ink over because the ink doesn't really dry that 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 quickly and uh yeah. and it, it it, it's hard. <laughs> so I, I brought that over too, and he looked at it. And he, I, I guess, he saw some kind of promise in there, you know, like, uh, in my work. And uh, I, I went over a, a bunch of times uh, with, with new stuff, and he continued to, you know, show me the ins and outs of, you know, like uh, wow. the inking, like uh, of inking. Uh, for, I, I was paraprofessional at the time at South Shore, believe it or not. Uh, and um, he gave me a call one day and said that they're interested in uh, uh, possibly hiring me as background anchor over um, uh, maybe Mike Esposito. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I, I went up to the company, uh, took the pages home with me, did the work, and I guess I did it well enough so that they were, uh, that they allowed me to do more pages and uh and then that sort of like kind of like rolled over into a, more even more work and i was getting paid and nice. which was amazing and uh i was doing that at night while i was working as a paraprofessional during the day oh, wow. so I you're got, doing two gigs yeah i i basically didn't have any sleep no oh, sleep wow. whatsoever uh I uh, had to go over to South Shore at 7 o'clock in the morning and just kept doing this um, up until uh, summertime when uh, school was uh, finally over and I had to make a decision. Yeah, like um, I could finally sleep in summertime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I had, to, I had to make a decision if I was going to stay as a paraprofessional and still do this work that I love too, you know? So mm. I told them, you know, I get South Shore. I said, sorry, I'm, I'm done. With that, you know, like uh, this is what I really wanted to do, and so uh, you woke up that morning and said, "That's not for me. I'm doing this." Period. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was like this. This was my dream, you know, uh, to get my foot in the door at Marvel, and it was in. And I was going up there almost like every other day, you know, like with more with more work that I finished, uh, and, and this was for Marvel Team Up. Uh, oh, wow. 
that, that I was that I was working on with with uh, Mike at, at that time. And and the thing is that I've never really met Mike. <laughs> never, never met what do you Mike. mean you never really met him? I never, I never met Mike Esposito, but I, I, I was doing his work, uh, work over his stuff for about maybe a half a year, uh, do, uh, doing background work. Oh, yeah. So doing everything but the figure work, uh, you know, like the buildings, the cars, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, that that moved on to me working with uh, Joe Sinnott. Uh, did uh, you get to meet him at least? Yes, I did. I did. A bunch of times, you know, oh, especially at conventions and, and stuff. Uh, yeah, he, he's a really uh, sweet guy. You know, like, uh, he really was. And uh, he would uh, send me the pages and he would also put the check with it. You know, like, so that would be, you know, like uh, stapled onto the side of the. <laughs> so, hey, there's no way in the world I'd be saying no. Oh, <laughs> hey, that, here's the check, bro. Get it done. Yes, yes, uh, and I would, boy, I, I'd be very happy because I got my check, did the work, sent it out, you know, like, and, uh, and I was, like, watching his style, studying it, and um, he, this, this is when he was working on the Avengers with Al Milgram. Oh, wow. And it was great, you know, like, just, just learning from him, you know, like, uh, his style. And, so, you know, I want to ask that, that. When, you visit, when you visited the Marvel offices in those early days, did you get your eyes on the bullpen, or would you just go into the receptionist and bouncing? Oh, the receptionist go. Uh, Erica was the receptionist at the time, and uh, she was great. Um, and uh, it was you know, like after a while, I was able to just like basically walk in, you know, because I was there like almost every every day. So. Uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd see the bullpen. The bullpen was right nice. there. Uh, all, all, all the guys there hanging out. Danny Crespi was like the leader of uh, running the bullpen at the time. And uh, and the guys were great. They, they, were, they were always fun. Um, you know, like, I mean, they did their work, but, you know, they they also, you know, like had their had their fun moments too, you know. Uh, and, and so did the editors. You know, like, I mean, the, the whole place was sort of like a family. It was great. I get like back then at that at that time really uh, enjoyed always going up there and, and seeing all the editors. You know, you can like stick your head in, say hi, you know, and maybe they might have work for you, you know. And oh, you know, come on in, hey, you know, right right time, you know, come on in. And uh, I, I'd be doing uh, background work for you know like a lot of different editors, a lot of different inkers. You know? So wow, and, yeah, and and. and Getting that foot in the door, doing that, and getting stuff on time, and I guess uh, having stuff look good. You know, like uh, they they decided, you know, like after a while that you know, like I could probably you know like move on and you know like do do some inking work. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. so what what was what's your greatest uh, memory? You know, in, in in this journey of yours. Greatest memory. Oh yeah. God, there's been a bunch of them really you know like uh meeting stan lee uh, <laughs> uh just just actually being up in the offices being being the assistant i was the assistant editor for a short time uh well this that which was after being a romita raider and actually being in the offices and working with john romita and uh learning senior from, or junior uh senior wow john romita senior he was the art director at the time at Marvel, and um, we uh, were a group of kid, 
kids, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that, that were um, doing repair work on on uh, on comic book pages, and we were called the Romita Raiders, and we would, um, yeah, we would touch up things that or um, change panels or you know like whatever was whatever needed to be fixed, we would do it. And at the same time, we were learning from John, you know, like how to do uh, do things, you know, like inking and things like that um, and, and pencil work. And, you know, so it, it was a great it was a great learning experience. So that was a good thing. That was a great thing to remember. Uh, another thing was um, being asked by Jim Owsley to become assistant editor with him on the uh, Spider-Man books. Uh, so I, it was like weird, you know. Like, I mean, uh, how did you feel? Talk. How did you feel like they're asking you to, to, to come across this? You know, one of their foundational characters. I, mean. I, I was like saying, really, <laughs> really, me? You know, like I mean, I, I didn't have that much experience, but I mean, I knew the characters. You know, being a collector at that by that time, and you know, like uh, being up in the offices and stuff. You know, like I said, yeah, sure, why not? Well, let's let's give this a try. Uh, we were the first uh, fully black editors of a of a comic book uh, group. Uh, wait, wait, and what year was this? Must have been eighty three, eighty four. Wow! Yeah. And it took that long to have an all black editorial team. I guess so. I wow. guess so. I don't. I don't believe there was one before us. Wow. You know? Uh, but yeah, we were, we were, the, we were the duel and, uh, I, I worked with, uh, Jim for about nine months on, uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man. The good stuff you were working on too. <laughs> yes, crazy. yes, yes. And, uh, I was also like around during this Secret War time when yes. that came out. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was an interesting uh, period of time. So I got to say that that was an incredible moment, you know, to, you know, I say that that really stuck out for me. I gotta ask you on this one, man, because I know you also worked on, on another uh, uh, book or character, rather. This is from an old ass '80s movie. <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai even did that, dude. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. When it when it when it first when it first came out, yes, we actually saw the premiere of the movie in a private uh, oh screening. And uh, I got to hold the overtrust thruster. That, you that, do? Yeah, I had I held it in my hand. Yes, yes, the oh, overthrust. Yeah, they had that as reference. Uh, you know, when when we were uh, working on it, I worked uh, on on the backgrounds uh, with Mark Texier uh, on that. Uh, Crazy, yeah. but yeah. I saw yes. that movie about a year ago, and my wife, what the hell are you watching? This looks insane. <laughs> like, it's a- it, is, it is a fairy, but 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 the effects and everything back then, it was amazing. It was, I, yes. I, I love I love that movie, and I, I really wish they did another one. You know, uh, a sequel, please, not a reboot. I don't want to see no reboot or no, remake. No, no, no. I wanted it with Peter Weller. Uh, as as the as the star, you know, like I, I wanted the the people that were there at that time, Jeff Goldblum. Oh my God! Guys, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the Clancy Brown. Oh, oh my God! All those, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, great yeah. cast, great cast. Yeah. Where's they Goldblum though? I, my my best Goldblum moment is that I remember my cousin taking me to go see the Fly remake. Oh wow! Yeah. Fly. 
Holmberg. Holy cow. Yeah, I, I saw that shit in the movie theaters, kiddo. Yeah, man. Hey, wow. listen, don't let these whiteheads fool you either, right, bro? <laughs> Did it gnaw you for life? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, when he took off his, when he took, pulled off. No, the, the scene that messed me up as a kid was when he opened up the medicine cabinet and his junk was in there. Oh yeah, oh. And like yeah, that fell off too. I was like, oh my god, no. Yeah, I think every man in that theater held themselves there for a moment. Like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. You see his collection of his stuff, of his body. Something you didn't see in the original. You know what I mean? What's right? good for? Oh no, 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 no. You know? Totally different. This is Cronenberg, man. He, yeah, just a roar. You know, I love those. yeah, that was that was a great movie. I loved it. Oh, yeah, another another period of time, like I could say, was uh, also working for John Byrne. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yo, bro, yeah, you uh, you work with a legend, and that was the era uh, uh, after Crisis, right? Of the Superman yes. era, nice. Yes, 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 yes. They this, changed the mythos a bit. Yes, that that that's right. That's right. Uh, I I was with him uh, when he was uh, doing action comics, uh, which was really great. You know, like, I really enjoyed that period of time, and uh, it, it, it he carried he carried me over actually from uh, Alpha Flight and uh, the Hulk from Marvel when he was uh, working there, and then when he moved over to. Uh, Doing Superman and so I wow you know it's like thanks John you know like I mean he put my name in the front of the cover of the book wow. like as a back I, I wasn't even really an anchor I was a background anchor you know uh, at, at that time and you know like it was really nice of him to do that that's amazing that's that's absolutely amazing I mean, I mean you also worked on illustrations for another iconic character in the Phantom oh the damn Phantom. bro. I mean, yeah. you've touched some legendary stuff, kiddo. What the? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know myself. How, you know, like uh, Dan, Danny Fingeroff uh, asked me if I was interested. It was right after I think I left uh, or was leaving Web of Spider-Man, and, and Danny was uh, the editor at the time, and he asked me if I was interested in uh, trying out for the inking uh, for the Phantom side. Barry was leaving. Uh, he was the pencil inker, you know, like... Um, on, on uh, the yeah, fandom yeah. for years, years, and uh, I and I said, yeah, sure, well, you know, I go, I'll, I'll try it, see, see what happens. And uh, he sent me over to uh, King Features, and I got to uh, talk to Jay Kennedy, who was uh, mm. the um, runner of the comic strips at the time uh, up there, and uh, he liked what he he saw, and he said, well, you're gonna have to go and show it to Lee Falk. Uh, who, who was the creator of the Phantom? Uh, you had to go to Lee Falk and uh, show show him, and you know, talk to him and see what he thinks. You know, like uh, because he has, I guess he had like the final say. Wow. In who was uh, going to be working on it now? And uh, so I I went to his uh, apartment, uh, which was uh, on um, off uh, Central Park West, uh, across the street from the uh, planetarium. Uh, yeah, yeah, right across the street from it. As a matter of fact, you, you, uh, the guy at the front desk showed me to an elevator that went right up to his floor, and I think it was like the sixth floor. And uh, when the doors opened, it opened just to his hallway, to his door. Say word, wow. No place else. I mean, it was like a private, it was a 
freaking private elevator. It's the Phantom. Where do you think they're going to live at? Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? You know, like in the alcove area, um, he had a picture of the Phantom, you know, like hung up there. I'd, I'd uh, buzz his uh, doorbell, and uh, there he was in like a, I don't know, like maybe like a smoking jacket or a robe or something like that. Looking like you Hefner, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, and, and uh, he let me in and uh, uh, took me into the living room area. And you know, I, you look out his window and you see Central Park off to the off to the left. You can see, uh, you know, like the Hayden Planetarium or Rose, whatever it is now, uh, Planetarium. That's right down there. You look right down there. It was. Uh, I'm like, man, what a view, you know, this guy, you know, like, comic, comic strip people make, make good money. Apparently, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> I guess, you know, like, I mean, it was amazing, you know, like, um, but, uh, and then we talk and, uh, I showed him my stuff and he liked what he saw and, um, you know, he asked me about the other stuff that I've done and I told him that I, uh, worked on Spider-Man and, uh, and, uh, then he said, you know, uh, I'm, you know, like I really have a fear of spiders. You know, I, guess. <laughs> I said, "Ooh!" <laughs> I said, "I must." Have, I, I said, "Oh no!" I said something stupid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fired even before I start working. And no, but but it was okay. But it was okay. And uh, he, he liked what I what I did. We you know like made a deal, and uh, I walked uh, out of there uh, with uh, some some of the strips. Uh, Handed them over to King Features. They liked what they saw there, and that was that. I, I was uh, the phantom artist. Uh, George Olson was the penciler, and I was the inker for about 10 years. Milt wow. Snappin was the uh, letterer uh, for, for the strip, I think, for about two years before he died. You know, it was great letterer, great letterer. And uh, what, what happened was I ended up taking over the lettering uh, gig, too, so... I was a letterer and anchor on the on the wow. fan. So double duties for ten years. Yeah, yeah for almost, for about yeah for for nine years for let nine eight years for lettering, you know ten years for the whole thing from uh, nineteen ninety five to two thousand five. Wow. So let's get into the future and the now. I mean, wh what are you up to? Oh, well, right now it's uh, traveling around uh, at different conventions. Uh, Mostly in the Northeast. Uh, if anybody's interested in me going anywhere else, you can give me a call or DM me, no problem. Yeah, yeah, like, we'll, right we'll, there, we'll, folks. We'll Let me put that up as you say that, though, the places yeah. they could contact you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, what's the next con? Uh, oh, wow. Next one uh, might be um, New York, actually. I, I, I think it's New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. That's um, October, right? Yes, yes. That's in October. Uh, Beginning of October, actually. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, unfortunately, this year I'm not going to go because I'm out in Florida. Plus, with all the COVID stuff, you know, they, they're kind of are limiting press access. Oh, I really? Don't know how the, yeah, I don't know how the show is going to be. Again, it is COVID. It is New York. You see how protective they are. I know. Um, yeah. It's going to be a, a, a tough show because I know MegaCon, they did enforce the mask thing a lot. Yes, they did. They did. Yes. You know, and at least in Florida, we have good air conditioning. So at least I could say that. Yes, there was good air conditioning. Right? In it, it made yeah. it easy. 
I don't yeah. know in New York. I don't remember Jarvis having such a good AC. <laughs> I, no, no. You know what? I think you're right. Because I remember being, you know, like uh, down in the uh, artist alley area. And they put you guys in a corner of the Javits too, which is hot. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You know, like uh, they, they put us downstairs one, you know, like a few years, uh, I guess because they were repairing uh, or building a new mm-hmm. part of uh, that area. Yeah. So usually we were all the way down around the corner, down the hall and, yeah, that, that was usually where we That were. was one year. I believe it was 2018. I'm like, where the hell is in the alley? In the artist alley? I can't find anyone. Because <laughs> yeah. there was no signage. But then in 2019, the last year I got to go, I mean, they gave you guys a big, beautiful area. Yeah. At the uh, right basement area. It was great, though. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and what made me very happy was yeah. so many people. Celebrating you guys, there. yes, and 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 the, and the aisles were a little larger too. Yes, so thank it, God it, for that. It, it, a chance to be able to move and stop, and you know, be able to yeah, you could talk and I get pushed. <laughs> right, right, right. I, oh, yeah. There was one year that I wasn't, I didn't have a table, and I was like trying to say hi to some some of the people on the, at the tables, and, I, and it was like you you couldn't really do that. You keep going with the crowd, and the crowd was yeah. like continuously moving. If you would stop, the crowd would just take you anyway. That's how crazy it was at those conventions, man. But a lot, it, it's amazing. A lot of fans. A lot of fans yeah. that wanted to go and see 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 these people. You know, again, you know, hey, more, more power to them. <laughs> it's, it's great. You know, but it's more power to, to the fans, but to you amazing creators that have, you know, shared your lives with us, you know, and, and your work with us and doing that. I mean, you, again, part of my childhood, all those books you mentioned. Damn it, brother. I had all those in my hands as a kid. Uh, that was uh, the way mommy would keep Alex quiet, you know? Here's the book. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're reading. It wasn't like television. You're reading, right? So, oh, yeah, listen. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what that's something that my parents appreciated about me, that I, I wasn't really such a big TV kid, except for Saturday morning cartoons. Come on uh, now. Who yeah. wasn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. And Kung Fu Theater on Saturdays. But yes. other yes. than that. Yes. <laughs> bro, we grew up in New York. We, we, yes. uh, we, you know, we're not that far apart in age. You know, oh, no, know? no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, man. So, which is great. So, oh, every. I also yeah. have um, uh, Big Apple, Big Apple Conventions. Oh, Big Apple, yeah. Mark Carbonaro. 26, yeah. So Mark Carbonaro, what a character in, yes. in the New York comic book business, though, for yeah. real. Yes. <laughs> I love him, bro. Crazy Mike. Yes. So, folks, there you go. I mean, you see Keith here, but what you got to do is go see him as a con. Get a commission from, from, from the big homie. I mean, hit him up now. Start reserving this commission because my brother gets busy. At MegaCon, he was like, oh, my God, I'm overwhelmed. He's talking, to me, he's talking to us and drawing his ass off. Like, yeah, and, and making some beautiful art at that. So, you know. You got, you, you got a wonderfully gifted hand, brother. Thank you. Um, thank I want to thank you again for being a legend and joining us today. And, folks, yo, check him out on Instagram, Keith Williams, comic book art. At Facebook, just Keith Williams. And at DeviantArt. So that's kwill916.deviantart.com. And again, if they wanted to get a commission, those would be the best places to hit you, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, d- definitely uh, with, with Instagram and and Facebook. Okay. Uh, like I'm, I'm still involved with D- with DeviantArt, but more you know like with with uh, Instagram and, okay. and Facebook. Yes. And commissions lists are still open, right? Because I know you get yes. busy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, it's still open. <laughs> it's still open. There you go. 
And my, this is what I want to leave the last question. All right, I, I've been dying to find this out because you've already you've worked with multiple legends, right? But what legend, living or, or past, that you never got a chance to work with that you would love to work with? Oh my gosh! Uh, wow. Well, I would have loved to have inked over Neil Adams. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. That's 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 one dream. Uh, it's like a lot of the different uh, Silver Age artists, uh, go, you know, like uh, Silver Age artists. I, I would love to uh, to work over. Um, gosh, uh, and and well, I, I I worked over John Byrne, which was like wonderful. Uh, but uh, who 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 else? Uh, Wow, you, you you really caught me there. <laughs> but uh, you know, I got I, I got to tell you this: that there, there are definitely a lot of people. John Bissemer, John Bissemer. Mm-hmm. I was really I, I was really intimidated by his by his um, work. So you know, but I, I I would really wish you know like now that I that I could have you know like worked over over his work. Yeah, absolutely. Him, Kurt Swan. Would be another one. I would That's love my favorite over him. Oh my god, I I love his stuff. That's my favorite Superman, John B. Those are my favorite Conan ever. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to the, to uh, Barry Windsor or anyone like that. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah, yeah that's, right. That's, that's that's my generation. That and an Ornorum because those were Ornorum covers. I was picking up a Conan back in the day. So. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'd love to do that. And Gil Kane. You know, there's, there's like bunch bunches of people that yeah that that I would love to. Uh, to, to have worked over that are not here now. Uh, well, but, they're doing a lot of reproduction, so hopefully they hire Keith to make it make them look even sexier. Oh, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> so See. Keith, thank you again, bro. You are a legend. You know, thank you for taking the time to chit chat with us and just tell us, you know, a little bit of the stories of your of your journey, which has been great. You know, thank you for, for everything you've done. And thank you in advance for what you will be doing. Because, <laughs> you know, legends never stop, brother. So thank well, you again. I'm not retiring anytime soon. So. Of course not, brother. I, listen, with, with those New York rents, who can? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. Move to Florida. <laughs> Get more space. All right, folks, thank you again for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with Alan, of course, the legend that is Keith Williams. The outro tells you what to do with the exception of make sure to visit our brand new comic book shop at comiccrusaders.shop and our ultimate swag shop at comiccrusaders.us. I'm Al Mega with the legend, Mr. Keith Williams. Thanks for tuning in. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.